Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to another episode. I am really freaking buzzing today. Your girl just snapped. (laughs) Honestly, she did. I recently told someone that I was dating. Let's just get into it. Let's just get cozy and personal. I recently told someone I was dating that I didn't want to date them anymore. And in the past, those kind of conversations I would have avoided. In the past, I've had a relationship with someone. I've seen things that they're doing. And instead of saying, hey, I don't like that and having a conversation about it, what I had done before is I just swept it under the rug because I felt like I was going to protect the relationship if I just let them do whatever they were going to do. Anyway, came to the point in my own coaching, like my coaching of myself, where I realized that by having this person just do what they want to do and not speaking my truth, I do myself a disservice and them. I do them a disservice because basically they could be out having a very honest and transparent relationship with someone who likes the shit that they do and I'm blocking them from that. But more importantly than that, I'm blocking myself from the relationship that I actually truly want to have. And it came to this realization where I was scared to say and own what I want because there was a small part of me that didn't think that she was worthy of deserving of it. Well, anyway, your girl just snapped. I realized I'm the hottest shit on earth. There's so much swearing on this. I'm very sorry. But I just realized that this is ridiculous. Goodbye. And universe, there is now so much space for you to send me the relationship I actually want. Okay? And... I'm just saying, your girl's not sitting at home lonely. (laughs) Anyway, the lesson here is that saying no, I don't want this to yourself, to the person or the situation, saying it out loud to the universe is as powerful as saying, yes, I do want this. Just a little note, just a little heads up. So should we get into the episode that I've got for you today? We're going to be talking about celebration, celebrating. I love celebrating. And I feel like it's probably not spoken about enough because I actually think that celebration is a really important part of the manifestation process. And it's a really important part of running a business of or of life of in general. And it is so often and easily forgotten. So we are going to do a whole episode getting in to celebrating when you should celebrate, why you should celebrate and why it's important. Before I get started, I want to set some ground rules and I want to set some boundaries for this episode. You may be listening or you may have seen the topic and you may have been tempted to skip over it. You may be thinking, oh, I haven't got anything to celebrate. Everything's going wrong. I'm not showing up or I haven't been doing the things I said I was going to do. No, 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 no. 
okay? If that is where you are right now, then this episode is really going to be for you. I'm going to be speaking directly to you. If you are listening and you are currently burnt out, you're thinking about giving up, or maybe you have even given up and you've quitted on something, this episode about celebration really is for you. One of my favorite phrases to say is that the more you celebrate, the more that there is to celebrate. And I really do believe that this is true. When we approach our lives and our business from the idea that there's actually more for us to celebrate than not, we get sent and we receive and we create situations where we end up celebrating, where the outcome causes us to want to celebrate. When we are not celebrating the things that we're doing and the things that we're achieving, whether they are big or small, you have to ask yourself what you're doing instead. So if you're not celebrating your wins along the way on your journey, often your self-talk or the narrative that you've got going on in your head is a voice of judgment, comparison, or you're buffering your emotions away. I'm going to use this example because it's come up several times in my client sessions. Let's say you launch a new product and the only people that buy are friends and family. And you may have lots of thoughts about this. Some of my clients have had thoughts like it means that I'm not doing it right. means that my messaging hasn't resonated. means that it's not good enough. I'm not a legitimate business. You've just missed something huge. Of course, you can look and focus on all the things that you feel like you haven't got. You can focus on what you think it may mean for a stranger to purchase from you. But you've totally taken for granted the fact that people have purchased from you anyway. We all have friends who we haven't purchased from, who we haven't bought from. We all have people on Instagram who we follow, who we know, and we choose not to buy from every day. But in that example, when we judge, you know, our friends buying it, we feel like it doesn't mean as much as a stranger buying it. It's actually really mean to your friends who's decided to take the time, effort and money to invest in you and your business. And this is what I mean by celebrating. You launch something and say you make three sales. That's still a win because those three sales get to move you forward onto your next bigger and better opportunities. And often I think we have this misconception that if we judge ourselves and if we compare ourselves to others, then it will make us work harder. We don't want to, you know, celebrate ourselves too much because otherwise we're going to become complacent. But I actually think it's the opposite. Let's take that example of launching again and say you've made those three sales and it's your friends and family that have bought. When you add all that self-judgment or I'm not good enough, I'm not doing it right, nothing I do is ever enough, people aren't resonating, and then you add comparison, well, look at Shirley or... Hannah, Tom, Dick, Harry down the road, they're doing so well and I'm not doing it. It's actually that relationship with yourself that makes you complacent and not want to show up. I want you to imagine if I was standing at your desk right now and I was shouting all of the things that you say to yourself and how you would react. You'd either get really angry at me (laughs) 
Or you would withdraw. You wouldn't want to do the activities. You wouldn't want to show up. You wouldn't feel good. You wouldn't really feel happy. But you do it to yourself. Self-judgment and comparison is actually the thing that stops you. Taking a pause to celebrate your wins, no matter what they are, big or small, is actually, in fact, the thing that is going to move you forward to create bigger wins next time. Often in business, we can set up these conditions for success and for when we feel worthy. They sound so real, so true and so factual. Like I will be a success when I have strangers on the internet buy from me. My business is an established real business when I sell out a launch, when I make £2,000 a month. You know, I am successful when I have 3,000 followers. What we actually say to ourselves is until we hit that marker, we aren't successful. And it creates this experience of hustly burnout, which is just really not fun for business. If you take the things I share with you on this podcast, and if you're a client of mine, if you take the things I'm sharing with you seriously, one of my key philosophies is that you need to be really open to the negative parts of your experience. There's no hiding from your anxiety. There's no hiding from your overwhelm or doubt. We actually welcome them in. We feel them. We process all of that negative emotion. It's so important for your journey. But when you aren't taking the time to celebrate your wins, what can happen is that you find yourself doing all of these scary and challenging things. You experience failure, which is part of the journey you're supposed to fail. And then those emotions feel so horrible and so tense that you just have these really long periods of trying scary things, failing, trying scary things, failing. And your body starts to ask you like, how long can we go on like this? Because this feels horrible. (laughs) This business thing is not what it's cut out to be. It kind of sucks. I'm really miserable right now. How long can I go on like this? And when you think about the way the brain is designed, the brain is designed to save energy. It's designed to seek pleasure and comfort. It's not designed to be in long periods of self-induced suffering. So the more you sort of prolong your suffering by like withholding your celebration until you have this external marker of success, the more likely you are to quit on your goals, to give up, to experience burnout and comparison, and to like take all your ideas and your dreams. You basically shove it in a shoebox under the bed. And then what you do, you go on Instagram and you look at other people and your brain then tells you this story. Like they're so successful because, you know, they've got 10,000 followers. It's never the case. They're so successful because they didn't give up. And the only reason why you've given up is because you've chosen to not celebrate yourself. There is some tough love on this episode, I have to say. So let's get into the fun stuff. I'll start with when is it appropriate to celebrate? And then we'll go into how you can celebrate. So recently in one of my sessions with a client, 
she came to the realization, the success or the vision of success that she had been striving and hustling and burning out towards was not the success that she actually wanted. It was the success that society had given her, that Instagram had shown her, like other people were doing things. And she had assumed that, oh, to be successful, I guess I must do this. And she came to this realization that actually, the success that she actually wants, it looks a bit different. She wants different things. And what she did, what I had her do, was to make a list to get a piece of paper, draw a line through the middle and on one side, write down all the things that you think success should be or that you've been told it should be or look like. And on the other side, write down what you actually want, how you actually want to define your success. And by going through this process, what she realized is that she was setting benchmarks and milestones in her business that had come from somebody else, like she didn't really want them. And if you take the time to do this process yourself, you take the time to define what success will be for you. What happens is you create your own benchmarks, your own milestones, you get to decide when it's appropriate for you to celebrate. For instance, if you decide that what success looks like for you is instead of being burnt out and hustling all the time, you want a business that feels manageable. You want to show up to Instagram on a consistent basis, like producing content that is from your heart that gets engagement and really connects with your audience. Your first milestone might be setting time in the diary to batch content, doing an Instagram live, posting one post when you had been scared to do it. It might be that you've shown up consistently. Maybe you've posted the three posts that you said you were going to do. At the end of the week, after you've taken that action, that is a great time to celebrate amazing time to celebrate. You did something you said you was going to do. You did something that you previously thought was scary or out of your reach. You get to decide that you get to celebrate. Have your own back, love yourself and notice what your self-talk is like when you do take the time to celebrate. You start saying things to yourself like, oh my gosh, I did that. I did that. Yes. Well done you. You go girl, person, (laughs) human being. Now you've achieved this. I'm so excited to see what you're going to do next. This is just the beginning. The best of your life is yet to come. Bring it on. I'm ready for it. So that self-talk is so different. And when you take the time to celebrate all your small success, those monumental milestones that lead to where you ultimately go, you send a signal of gratitude to your past self. Now, this is super important. You actually can't achieve any goal without having a relationship with your past self, your present self, and your future self. And your past self is the version of you who you were yesterday. It's really easy to judge and beat up on the version of who you were yesterday. But the truth of the matter is you wouldn't be here without who you were yesterday. And you won't get to where you want to be without being your past self right now. It's very meta to explain, but your past self is part of your future self. It's part of where you want to go. But when you celebrate yourself, you're like, hey, past self, thank you so much 
for setting this time in the diary for me to show up on Instagram because I've just created momentum for my future self to reap the rewards. Hey, past self, thank you for showing up and sending that really scary email. I know you are nervous to do that, but my future self is going to thank you for that. Or the present self I am right now is thanking my past self for that. (laughs) I feel like I just got entangled in my own... (laughs) my own story there but long story short you send a really important message to all the versions of yourself to the version of you that you were yesterday that is growing and learning and to the version of you that has totally achieved all the goals that you want you also send a signal to your body like your actual body like your cells your organs your brains your hormone centers You tell your body that you're safe with you and that you're okay. That's really important, okay? So when it comes to mindset stuff, (laughs) just mindset stuff, guys, it's just stuff. Sorry. When it comes to developing an unstoppable mindset, a lot of that is about what happens in the brain, but it's also about everything that happens in the body, okay? Okay. It's about feeling different emotions, feeling different vibrations, where, the, where you actually feel them in your body and being able to process them through. When we experience positive emotions, it tells our body like, yes, more of this. Yes, we are safe to experience joy, love and pleasure. The dangers of not feeling safe in your body, of not connecting to your body are Bigger than what I even realized when I first started experimenting with this in my, for myself. So I've been researching part for my personal exploration. I've been reading a lot about trauma and how negative experiences and very stressful experiences get trapped in the body. And when those experiences aren't processed and we have emotions that we haven't processed, the consequences of that are really great. They're huge. So just a small example, when we have unprocessed emotion, it breaks down the body and it can cause all sorts of diseases and conditions. And it's just not an environment for a healthy body. At this point, I should say that I am not a doctor. or in any way an expert about trauma or in the body but you should definitely go and research this and I will link some of the books that I've read about this in the show notes but when the body says no and the body keeps score are really two good books to start and to look at this so it's so important to let your body know that you're safe and that you're okay so on the other side What happens when things go wrong? How do you celebrate when things go wrong? So when you are trying new things or doing new things, let's say you apply to a market and you don't get in and you apply again and you don't get in, this will seem like a great opportunity to beat yourself up and judge yourself. And when things go wrong or things turn out, and they aren't as you expected them to, you get results that you don't like. I'm not saying that you should people please yourself into being grateful. Like, oh, I'm so grateful that my launch failed. Like, it's fine. It's okay. 
I'm not saying that at all. I find that incredibly unhelpful. But what I am saying is that once you process the emotions of rejection, the emotions of failure, once you really dig deep and learn the lessons that failure has to teach you, celebrating after a fail is actually really natural and really easy. So you try something in your business, it doesn't go the way you want it to. Take the time to review what happened, what worked, what didn't work. What did I learn? How did I create these results? What would I do differently next time? Because what you will realize is to be the kind of person that tries new things, to be the kind of person that is up for this journey of creating a business, that's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. It takes a huge amount of courage, a huge amount of bravery to put yourself out there, to try something new, to go against the grain. You have to remember that being a woman in business, making your own money, it's kind of a revolutionary idea. For hundreds of years, women had to have a husband and ask his permission in order to have a bank account. Like that only changed just recently. There are some states in America where black people couldn't vote until like the 1960s or the 1970s. Like being you in this generation, being able to have a business, being able to market yourself and communicate and advertise for free, largely, is revolutionary for human existence. So every time you try something new, every time you take a risk and it doesn't work. Have your own back on the other side. Like, hey, I did something scary. I put myself out there. I didn't get the results that I wanted. But look at all this data. Look at everything I've learned. And you know what? Now that I've learned something, I'm going to take that and I'm going to do it differently next time. And I'm going to keep on going until I figure this out because I'm worthy of the result that I want. And I know that because of the law of attraction, if I keep focusing on what I want, and if I keep celebrating along the way, I know that without a shadow of a doubt, I will get there. You will know you're not celebrating enough when you're having thoughts, like it's too hard, I'm not good enough, I don't want it anymore. I don't want that goal anymore. Anytime those thoughts come up, it's an invitation to review what is happening. What can I do differently? What is there to learn here? What am I missing from this situation? And how you choose to celebrate your milestones, your big ones and your small ones, that gets to be of your own design. I'm going to share with you some of the ways that I like to celebrate and you get to choose when and how and if you take on any of these suggestions. So one way is that I have a manifestation song. I actually learned this from one of my old coaches, Katie Prince. She's wonderful. She's been on the podcast before. She's amazing. But she introduced me to this song. It's I just got paid by Sagala. And every time I get paid for something, I play the song. And I only ever listen to this song when I get paid for something or when I receive money from a collaboration or from signing a new client or a masterclass selling out. And what happens is that now every time I hear this song, it sets a really powerful anchor of my body just like turns into like this like electric light where I want to dance. I feel so happy. I just now associate that song with 
receiving and all of this good energy. And I think because I only listen to this song when I when I'm receiving a manifestation, it's really powerful. And what I did a couple of weeks ago is that I was about to go and sell something and I actually played this song before I launched something. And what it did is it put my brain in this in this place of I've already achieved the money that I want. Like my brain was like we only play this song when you receive something. So the fact that you're playing this song, it must mean that you're about to receive something. And it just shifted my energy. So get yourself a manifestation song. Only play it when you're celebrating after you've manifested it. And have fun with this. Like dance in your living room, dance in the street, celebrate. Okay. Another way I like to celebrate is creating a manifestation wall. So In my bedroom wall, I have lots of things to inspire me. I have lots of prints, lots of paintings from independent makers, lots of like slogans and sayings that really inspire me. But I also, every time something fantastic happens, like I'm looking at my manifestation wall right now and I've got things written down like I found 20p on the street. I got invited to be a columnist at Wellbe. You know, I every time something amazing happens, I write it down on a post-it note and I put it on my wall. So every time I look at my wall, I have all of these post-it notes full of these beautiful blessings that I've received. And sometimes I'll go through those post-it notes, I'll take them down and I'll refresh it. And sometimes I just go and look at my wall and I take a moment to just check in with myself because it's so easy to forget how amazing life is. (laughs) I love just having a wall to be like, yeah, here's all of the evidence I have to why life is amazing. And it's wonderful. Another thing that I do is journaling. So I will do very little without a journal. Give me a pen and a piece of paper and I can solve nearly any challenge that I'm coming up against. Of course, I do want the support of my coach and I have my own coaching practices, which really help me and support me with this. But journaling is such a powerful practice. If you are really into self-development and working on yourself, there can be like an overemphasis to find out what's wrong with you and look at all your trauma and, you know, why did you do that? And like, you like, you know, there's so much emphasis to fix yourself. But I actually think taking the time to journal on all the things you're doing right, on all the things you're grateful for, all the reasons why you love yourself and why you think you're the coolest thing since sliced bread, like doing that is as healing as looking at the things that you want to change. So sometimes I wake up in my journal, casual Wednesday morning, and I'm like, I just want to remind myself about why life's good. You know, my energy's getting a little stale. I just want to, you know, explore that. I want to say thank you for all the friends I have in my life. Thank you for the food in my fridge. Thank you for my bed. Like all of these small things, like your brain often won't remind you about all the good things, but it will continuously remind you about all the negative things. You really have to take charge and take responsibility for the fact that your brain is programmed to be like that. That's just the way humans are designed, I'm afraid. Another way I like to celebrate is going for a walk. I have a very special Spotify playlist, which isn't really very special. It's just all the songs that I'm obsessed with. I go for a walk. 
I get my headphones, I listen to music, I dance in the street when no one's looking. I just love it. I go to the fa- my favourite part of the park where there's all flowers, where there's a river. Mm-mm-mm. Very, very good. Very, very juicy. And there's another way that I like to celebrate, which isn't so much of a momentum thing as much as it is a lifestyle thing. But it's having a full life outside of work and business. So when you're trying to build your business and when you're trying to get to a particular place, sometimes we sacrifice and we hold things hostage because we're like, oh no, I've got to invest all my time and energy in my business and I can't, you know, take a moment to rest and I can't go out with my friends. And I actually found that it's really easy to think that if you just spend all of your waking conscious time focusing on your business, that it will help you build a business faster. I'm not so sure that's true, or at least it hasn't really worked for me. What I've found is that when I've set boundaries, like I start work at 9am, I finish work at 6pm, I do not work on the weekends, aside from some coaching sessions that I have on Saturday morning, I don't work deep into the evenings. That is the boundary that I have for myself. It doesn't mean that I'm always perfect with that boundary, but it but that is where I'm getting to. So I have those boundaries, but then also being like, I'm going to set time to go out with my friends. I'm going to set time to go and buy myself something really nice just because I want it. I'm going to take myself out for lunch. I'm going to go roller skating. I'm making my life as full and as vibrant as possible outside of my work. When you do this and when you take your fun as seriously as your work, what happens is that when things go wrong in the business, it's not that they're less painful. They just don't seem as terminal because you know that when Wednesday is over, you're going to shut the laptop. You're going to go have dinner with your flatmates or your friend's going to come around and you're going to get to talk about it and you're going to get to laugh and giggle and watch a movie. And you're going to have to wake up the next day on Thursday or when, or whenever you work in your business and you're going to get back at it. You're going to overcome that challenge. And that's just the way it is. So there's a lot to digest in this podcast. <laughs> a lot to digest in this episode. I really want you to take away that celebration should be part of your rituals. I've actually added something into my own schedule where every Friday at the end of my working week, I take a moment to look at all of the things that I've accomplished, all of the things that I've done. And you can add celebration to your ritual, whether you think you're smashing it or whether you think you're not. This episode has lots for you to take away and to diagnose you know, where your energy is and where your thinking is. Like I said in previous episodes, obviously this podcast is free content, but you really get to decide how much you get out of it. You get to decide if you're just going to listen to it and not do anything with this content, or you get to decide if you're going to take it seriously, as if I was your coach and like, you've paid to be here. So if you're listening to this in my car, or if you're listening to this on a walk, I would really suggest coming back to this episode and taking the time to do some of the exercises that I've outlined in this show. So thank you so much for listening. Go have fun. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. 
If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you're going to want to get in touch to coach with me one-on-one. We take all of these concepts and materials, apply them to your brain and your business so we can get you to your next level. Join me by going to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level. That's www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level to get your space to coach with me one-on-one. I can't wait to see you there.